0: Hello and welcome. William Shakespeare wrote, All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. Now, what did Shakespeare mean by this? Does he mean that our life is like a play, and that we are acting out all the different roles as we go through life? Well, let's think about that for a second. When we think about a play, we have the three acts. And sometimes there's more than three, but let's concentrate on three. So the first act is when you are introduced to the characters. Perhaps it is someone introducing the, the scene and perhaps talking a little bit about what we're about to expect. We get to meet some of the characters. We don't know much about them yet. We learn that perhaps there is some intrigue, some drama. Perhaps it's a comedy. Perhaps it has to do with romance. And in Act 2 is when we learn a little bit more about what is going on. The characters are developed a little bit more. We learn a little bit more about what their motives are. Perhaps we learn a little bit about the backstory of what is going on. And then in the third act is when all the action starts, when all the characters come together and start making things happen. And then the play proceeds from there. So let's think about the three acts as it applies to our life. So act one is when we're born. We go through the formative years, learning how to walk and talk, how to dress ourselves, going to school, learning how to socialize with each other, becoming a teenager. And dealing with the hormones and dealing with the thinking of what we want to do as we get older. And then act two is when we are either pursuing our degrees at university, perhaps we're pursuing a job, a career, we might get married or not, we might have children or not. We decide that we're going to travel the world, we're going to become entrepreneurs. The whole world is open to us as we begin to fully develop ourselves and our careers and our lives as we then go through becoming the adults and learning more about ourselves. And then finally, Act 3. So what is the third act in life? Basically, it's the time of life after you're 50 and before you're dead. I know it sounds a little morbid. But think about it. Too often we're told that life ends, or at the very least, winds down in our 50s. But I think that's the wrong approach. We have so much more life to live, and in my third act, I'm planning for and expecting big things. So when I turned 50, actually around that time before I turned 50, I found this Zumba class. And it was being held at our local gym. And when I saw Zumba, I'm like, Zumba? What the heck is this? That time I was always open to trying new things. And I said, okay, I'll try it. And so I had, went to my first Zumba class. And I was hooked. I loved it. And I wanted more. And I started going to all these different classes. And I found an instructor that I really liked and I started going to her classes and her name was Christina and at one time Christina was like hey it's you again and I said yes I said you know I'm I'm not stalking you but I just absolutely love your class and I love your energy and I'm just having so much fun learning from you and then at that time Christina was starting her own Zumba company Bella Gita and there was myself and, I, and a couple of other students. Now, I was the oldest because I was in my late 40s at that time, and the others were only in their 20s. But it didn't seem to matter because we were all doing Zumba together. So there was no, there was no age difference. It was, we were all doing Zumba. And then Christina said, I'd love for you guys to become Zumba instructors. There's a training coming up, and I'd like you to take it. And the other girls were like, yeah, that sounds really great. I, You know, we'd love to do it. And I said, oh, no, no, no. I said, I'm too old. I said, I'm too old to be an instructor. Who's going to want to take my class? And she said, no, r- no, really. Like, you'll find your niche. You'll find your, your group. I really think you should take the training. And I said, no, no, I'm going to do it. I'm sorry. And then I turned 50, and they were offering training again. And this time, Christina said, I really think you should take the training. I think you would be an amazing Zumba instructor. You should go. And then I said, "Okay, I'll I'll take the training." So I took the training and I still thought that I was too old. But when I was at the training, I looked around and I realized that there were a number of different and it was At that time, it was just women who were taking the training. I mean, men teach Zumba too, but at that time, the training, that specific training was just women. And as I looked around the room, I saw the really young ones. There were some, I think, in their teens and then the 20s and then all the way up, and and I'm pretty sure there were some women in their 70s and 80s that were taking the Zumba training. So I didn't feel too out of place. But after I finished my training... I started thinking about where am I going to start teaching and who's going to take my classes. But, you know, I, I needn't have I've worried because I'm still teaching Zumba now. It's 11 and a half years later and I still teach about four or five classes a week. Maybe I don't jump around as much as I used to, but I'm still doing the moves and still really, really killing it when it comes to teaching Zumba. And I have women who love taking my class. They are inspired by what I'm doing. And they feel themselves that it's not too late for them to do Zumba. And so when I was 56, I think, I was approached by the University of Winnipeg PACE, Professional Applied Continuing Education, to become an instructor. Now, what's interesting about this is that when I was going to school, And in high school, I wanted to be a teacher. I was all set to go to university. I was going to education and become a teacher. But I decided instead to go to uh, Red River College and take creative communication. So my life was marketing and communication. When I started teaching Zumba, I had a little bit of that feeling of being a teacher. So instructing other women in how to do Zumba. But now I was offered an opportunity to be an instructor and to teach students. That, I want to say, that's almost like a dream come true. You know, thinking back to when I was in grade 12, thinking about that career I wanted as a teacher. And now, you know, so many years later, now having that opportunity to do that. And so, as I said, I started teaching when I was 56. And I'm still teaching. In fact, I'm teaching a lot more courses because as I become more comfortable in my own skin and in my identity as an instructor, I am showing more of my personality. And I feel that with all my knowledge and experience, I have a lot to share with my students. And I have a lot to share about myself. And so when you think about all the opportunities that are available to you at any age, it doesn't matter how old you are. I think about my podcast, for instance. So when I did my 60 Days of 60 coffees in 2019, turning 60 years old, I had this dream that I wanted to do this podcast. And wanting to do something and actually doing it can be two different things. But when you think about how important it is to you, how important it is for doing something that is strictly for you. Because when we think about, you know, act two, when we are doing things for everyone else, we're a mother or a father, we are a partner, you know, husband or wife, we're doing things for others. You're going to work, you're working for someone else. And so, not that often that we do something for ourselves. You know, we may have a little hobby from time to time, you know, something that we do for ourselves. But it's that, I want to call it a passion project. You know, it's, it's taking that hobby that you might have and turning it into something that now becomes your career. And so when you think about doing this podcast is something that I'm doing for myself. It's fulfilling that passion, that wanting, that desire to make something for myself. And I feel, I want to say I feel lucky that I have this opportunity to do what I'm doing, teaching Zumba, instructing at the University of Winnipeg, doing my podcast. But you know what's interesting is, when I said that to my husband one day, he said, luck has nothing to do with it. It's all your hard work throughout the years. Your education, your experience, you know, learning from the school of hard knocks. All of this has given you those opportunities for you to do what you're doing now. And so why is it so difficult for, I want to say, or anyone 50 and older. But I'm really going to talk about the women, okay? As women, when we turn a certain age, for some reason, we're considered old. You know, it's that whole ageism thing. I get it. You know, I I certainly, I mean, I'm 61 years old. I, I certainly don't look like I'm in my 20s or even 40s for that matter, but that doesn't matter. But I, when I'm out somewhere, I I get called ma'am, which I absolutely hate. Like don't call me ma'am. But sometimes you feel as if you are overlooked or not deemed worthy enough to pay attention to. And it could just all be in my mind, but it, it's funny you you see that where somebody who's a little bit younger is getting the attention and you're being overlooked. And so that can play a number on our psyche. That can Make us feel sometimes that we're less than, but it shouldn't stop us from pursuing what we want to do. So when you think about, you know, you're at the third act in your life. You the kids have grown. They've they've left. They've left the home. They they're married themselves, or you know, pursuing education. You're at home, or maybe you're retired, or maybe you're divorced. There is some life change that's happened to you and you might feel lost. What do I do now? Perhaps you've had dreams like I did of of being a teacher, but you weren't able to pursue those dreams because you were raising children, you were working at a job to pay the bills. Life didn't give you that opportunity to pursue those dreams. But I'm telling you right now, it's the time to bridge that gap between the life you are living now and the one that you dream of. It's your time to create a vision for what you truly want and connect with who you are deep inside your soul. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal and everyone at my company, The Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. It's time to reframe the perception of aging and rewrite your life story going forward. Think about the hobbies that you've had over the years. It can be something as you bake the best cookies, you make the best pies, you know how to knit, crochet, you love to draw, you make the best jam. And these are all wonderful things that you love to do because you're very talented, you It fulfills some deep desire in you to create something. And everyone comments and compliments you on how wonderful these things are. So why not take that and make it a career for yourself? Be your own entrepreneur. It's never too late to find that passion, that direction that you want the rest of your life to take. It's time for you to do something for yourself. Now it's time to make a plan. So how are you going to pursue this? Perhaps you may want to talk to a business advisor. You know, there's the Women's Enterprise Center, which is wonderful, provides advice for people who, well, women who are starting out in business. Perhaps talking to your friends, or maybe those that have already started businesses and asking them for advice. Or maybe it's just starting small creating an Instagram account, creating a Facebook account, and putting yourself out there because you shouldn't be afraid of following your passion, of following your dreams. I want to share a story about a friend of mine. She worked for a crown corporation for over 30 years and recently retired. And she decided that she was going to take the package, the buyout. Her job was all she had and now she's lost with no direction and no purpose because her day was the same mapped out every day. She woke up in the morning, had breakfast, went to work, had a coffee break, went back to work, took a lunch break, back to work, coffee break in the afternoon, back to work, came home, had dinner, And then watch TV or maybe she was bowling or whatever it is that she had. She had her entire week mapped out. Weekends, she had everything mapped out. And now that she is retired and isn't working, she's lost. She has no purpose, no direction. She doesn't know what to do with herself. And unfortunately, she found herself severely depressed. It took months for her to crawl out of her feeling of being depressed and lost and slowly finding that purpose for herself. So when you think about, I'm sure there are hundreds, if not thousands of people in the same boat. And as I say, you know, I was a lucky ones or maybe one of the fortunate ones in that I had already developed interests and opportunities for myself outside of my full-time work. So when I retired, I didn't have to think about what was going to be my third act. So now is the time for you to make a plan. And I'm not just talking about a financial plan, although that is necessary to have so that you can fulfill your third act dreams. But I find that there is so much emphasis and so much focus on building up our retirement savings plan and saving for our future. We have so many advisors out there who are telling us about RSPs and RIFs and pension and investment, but no one talks to you about what are you going to do with your life? How are you planning to spend your golden years, your twilight years as they used to call it? What are your dreams? What are your passions? What do you want to do? No one's asking those questions. And I think they should. I think talking about your life after 50 is just as important, if not more important, than how much money you are going to have to live out your life after 50. Now, don't get me wrong. It is very important to create your financial plan because as I say, how are you going to fulfill all your dreams? You need money to do that. But it's also important for you to create your non-financial plan for your third act and beyond. Think about again, what activities, what hobbies, what places inspire you and create that momentum in your life. And it's not just listening to me about what I've been able to do in my after-50 life, but when you think about some of the famous women who have created a life for themselves after they turn 50, I think of Martha Stewart. Now, Martha Stewart, at the age of 50, turned her brand around and created her empire, her Martha Stewart empire. And at 74, She has started doing something with Snoop Dogg and created or reinvented her career in a different direction. Grandma Moses, famous painter, she didn't start painting until she was in her 60s. Laura Ingalls Wilder, she wrote The Little House on the Prairie. She didn't write her book until she was 64 years old. When you think that you're too old to do something like I did, I thought I was too old to teach Zumba. Put that thought out of your head and think about saying yes that you can do these things. You're going to put yourself out there and create something special for you. So let's plan your third act. I leave you with these four questions to consider. How can you reconnect? With the dreams that you buried? What makes you happy and how can you bring more happiness in your life? What have you always wanted to do or to learn but never found the time? How can you keep yourself fueled for the decades to come? And that is meaning fueling your soul, fueling your heart, your mind, your body, finding that purpose for yourself. I want to read a poem. She goes by Bent Lily on Instagram, but her name is Samantha Reynolds. And she wrote this beautiful poem that I would like to read to you now. I am not old. I am rare. I am the standing ovation at the end of the play. I am retrospective of my life as art. I am the hours connected like dots into good sense. I am the fullness of existing. You think I am waiting to die, but I am waiting to be found. I am a treasure. I am a map. These wrinkles are imprints of my journey. Ask me anything. Can you imagine if your third act was the very best act in your play? So, until next time, Think about those dreams, those hobbies, those desires that you buried deep inside and dig those up. Bring them to the surface. Consider how beautiful and full your life can be in your third act.
1: Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B. and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life.